Hey everyone, I'm here today with my friend Bubba and I'm really excited to share a bit of his story of how he took the 90 day detox and what he learned from it and where he's at now. And so Bubba first, welcome to the channel. Thanks Cam, glad to be here. I love everything you guys are doing That's and I love promoting it. Thanks so much. And so give us a bit of background quickly on like your history with gaming. When did you start gaming? And prior to taking the 90-day detox, how much were you gaming back then? Well, I'd start almost 40 years ago when my dad worked at Radio Shack and we had unlimited access to video games and PCs and remote control cars and everything tech and everything nerdy. And we had a, a whole studio uh, in our backyard with technology and multiple computers and plenty of games and and uh, you know, white white suburban type life, having access to devices, uh, the, the digital babysitting wasn't really a thing as much as it is is now with the more handheld devices for you know my kids and many of other uh, millennials and boomers kids. But I'd say since a young age, uh, playing text-based Sierra games on a Tandy computer to Sega Genesis growing up, or going next door to my buddy's house, you know, after we ran around and played you know, curveball and rode our bikes and stuff, as many millennials will say, we did go outside some and uh, just tons of games. And gaming has really always been a part of my life, uh, you know, self-proclaimed nerd. And as I got into high school and college, playing more addictive games like World of Warcraft, uh, EverQuest first, I think, right at a right at a high school EverQuest. I mean, I was working for the YMCA as a fitness director, but I was also going home and playing all uh, hours of the night. EverQuest and then World of Warcraft, right when it came out, December 2004, I know you played that many as well, many times, many, many hours. And man, that was the off and on 15 years off and on thing. I, I, I played it, but my addiction was uh, starting a new character every six months, not uh, building a raid with 40 people and, and uh, getting on Ventrilo and all those other fun things back in the day to, to yell at each other for not beating a boss. Uh, mine was just like, hey, I want to start a new character and run around and learn and open up the map. And so that's that's where it really started and it, it, it lasted into my marriage. I got married in 2009 or 2007, sorry, and you know, waking up in the morning to play and staying up late. And there wasn't really a time when I wasn't playing up until recently starting to notice that because I work in the video game and esports industry, am I doing more than I need to? Am I realizing it? Am I learning? Am I meeting people like you to understand what it is? And also getting some really good feedback from my wife about what amount of time I've been spending uh, playing those games. And so, yeah, up to, up to that point, before I really dove into your materials and your modules and your training, I, I I denied calling it addiction. Um, I denied having co-addictions with soda and with you know food and other things that, that are dopamine hits that help with glucose and all this other stuff that can happen uh, inside our body. So I, I got to this point and the next part, we'll definitely want to talk about how Game Quitters was a beneficial thing for me and my career and my family. And so, when you were kind of coming to the point where you realized, like, you want to make some changes, how much were you gaming at that at that point on a kind of a daily basis? I, 
I was playing a lot. It was COVID and it was 2020, all of 2020. And our friends, we couldn't meet up and hang out. All my friends from church, we couldn't just go do men's group and go out to eat or uh, hang out, play basketball. We just couldn't do anything the whole year. So that whole year, every night in the basement on my PC, we we lived, we all lived to who's going to text first and say, are you getting on? And, you know, I spent a lot of time just rallying the troops. And <laughs> it was funny after... Uh, the, the funny thing my friends would say after I stopped playing so much was, you know, Bubba, we, we only got on because you were rallying us. And so I'm such an enabler, it sounds like. And the the weeknights, the weekends, I would want to play uh, Call of Duty. We played Call of Duty Warzone. It came out right as COVID hit in March 2020. And we played that and played that and played that. And up until uh, May of 2021, that's where I lived. I lived in Call of Duty uh, uh, world playing Warzone with my friends. It was my social time, but it was also my time to escape and not connect with my family, not connect with my wife uh, because I was spending time and I also searching for that time. It would be, it would be, it'd be the afternoons and the weekend when I should be out with my kids doing stuff. But I'm like, okay, well, nothing's going on right now. Let me go down and play a game of Warzone. Or we've got family in town, and man, I just don't want to deal with, uh, don't want to deal with, you know, just the the pleasantries of, you know, kid, talking about the weather and everything else. I'm gonna go play video games, and so it was, it was, it was like we learned in addiction that uh, it's finding times, and it's and it's sometimes also hiding or sneaking or um, uh, you know, secretively. I find those opportunities to play games when you know people are not home. Like, oh, okay, gosh, nobody's here. I could be working right now because you know we're all working from home. Let's play video games. And it didn't it didn't really take over my work schedule, luckily. But I also was in the video game industry, so I also say to myself, and I soothe myself by saying and uh, using my evil genius to, well, I work in this industry. I can play some games with people, you know, while I'm working, and um, it's fine and. Uh, you know, the people I work with say, this is part of what we do in our industry. We play video games while we work. And so I just bought into it. And it was May of 2021 when I really dove into your your product and dove into your your training and said, I, I've, got to, I've got to do something. Wow. And you decided to take 90 days off gaming, which is one thing that we suggest for people as sort of a reset. Like it's an opportunity to just take a break and kind of reevaluate your relationship with games, which I was always fascinated when you decided to do this because you work in the industry and you're so passionate about gaming and esports and you do so much for that industry to grow it. And so it was really interesting to me to have you take a break from games as that reset. Now, with the 90 day detox, we've always suggested, like, for someone who's looking to understand their relationship to games, it's a good opportunity to do that. At the end of it, you can decide if you want to continue to stop forever, if you want to continue to stop for more time, if you want to go back and play in moderation and just learn more about ultimately what your relationship is like and where balance or control is going to be for you. And so when you went through that 90-day detox, what was that experience like for you? Well, Cam, I, I, I think I had a double benefit from your, your training is because 
I was able to do after the the clinical training and and see that side of it, even though I I'm not getting a certification in in it because I'm not a clinician or a therapist, but being able to go through that because I, I asked because I wanted to be able to know how to talk about it. So these words and these 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 phrases I'm using, I've learned through your courses um, and spending time just connecting the dots. But that was after the 90 days in, in this this 90 day window, the okay, I can probably make it a few days kind of feel. I mean it's the it's the uh, you know the crack addict like, oh my gosh, if we, if I just get a hit, right? That's really what it is. It's an addiction. And we we don't call it what it is sometimes or all the time, let's just be honest. And even though disorder addiction is used uh, simultaneously or in transition of each other, uh, it's it's there. And that 90 day for me was uh, one of the best times in the summer to play video games because kids are out of school, all your friends want to play. It was a social time. I was gathering all my friends together to play games every night. I had to find different ways to connect <laughs> with my friends. So on Sundays at church or going out to lunch um, or just going over their house and playing card games or hanging out or whatever, there was we can now do different things. I mean, yeah, COVID ha- wasn't as strong uh, in that s- spring, summertime in 2021. So there was still an excuse before I took the 90 days to not go over to my friend's house, even though we could. And, and then... Throughout the 90 days, my my focus was health and wellness and recovery. Um, and I benefited greatly, let me be honest. I was over 315 pounds and I had let myself go. COVID was a, a stressful, depression gathering time for all of us across the world. And sitting at home working rather than working in the industry I've worked in for years in sports and always being active and moving around and then moving to esports, always going places and meeting. And I was, we weren't doing that. So 350 pounds. And I started the 90 day fast in, I think it was like June 1st, I believe of 2021. By the end, I realized, oh, this is 90 days. That wasn't too bad. <laughs> And that night, we had uh, my friends got together, and we played uh, um, like a we played ping pong at, the, at my buddy's house, and we had a uh, like a Call of Duty tournament kind of fun thing. And I, I was so bad, I was like, I was using a controller because I used my mouse and keyboard, and I was like, this is this is fun, I guess, but I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. I haven't played this so long, but I was also 40 pounds lighter. A lot more educated, uh, going through recovery, eating healthier, spending lots more time with my family, and it changed my life. It really changed my life. It 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 not only just for me, but for my family's sake, and for my wife. And I, there's 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 nothing better than than what it did for someone like me and many the who knows numbers, I'm sure you have the numbers of those those at risk, above at risk and in that level who are suffering from this and their families are suffering. It changed me and I couldn't, I couldn't be where I am today without it because I don't know hypothetically where I would be. I'd, I'd 
probably be less educated and I'd be heavier and I'd have a worse relationship with my family and my wife and my kids. And I, I owe it to it. I owe it to the Game Quitters uh, courses for that 90 day fast to really kick off and be that accelerant and be the catalyst for a healthy lifestyle. And I still get up and go work out at the gym and I play a ton of basketball and I eat healthier and I spend more time with my family. And that's been going on since last August or so, or last September, uh, since the 90 day fast is over. And my gameplay is, I my gameplay is doing live gameplay with people on LinkedIn, having interviews rather than I guess I guess I got time. Let me play a game. It's I'll go, I'll go read something. I need there's this book I've been wanting to read, or there's been something I wanted to do, or hey kids, let's wrestle and let's go outside and like this just wasn't it. What my intentionality wasn't there before that 90 day fast and the courses. Of course, the courses going through all the modules was extremely helpful for all this language and all this information to know how one to live it, and then two in a person in this industry who runs a nonprofit who is constantly talking about all the benefits of why your kids should play games. Hey, there's also toxicity and addiction and uh, screen time moderation that I want to make sure you're aware as a parent and there's tools and resources out there for you. And I probably type in gamequitters.com quite often in chat to say, you should check this out. This is really good. Click the one that says parent or texting it to people as I'm in a conversation like, hey, check this out here. I'm going to send this to you. This is really good because I always get the same questions that pop up on that Facebook group that's on on Facebook that's, my kid's crazy. I can't control him. He just yells at me when I play video game. He plays video games like, oh man, check this out. Use this. Well, I appreciate that, and I'm so happy to hear how much it benefited you, because uh, I think that's the whole point, is it's an opportunity to see a contrast in your life between life with gaming and life without it, and it's not that it has to be one or the other. For some individuals, it will actually just be easier maybe to not play, but for many people, it's about finding that balance and finding where that intentionality can come in, and I think that word intention right, is so key here. You mentioned at the beginning that your wife had been a bit of a source of, of the inspiration, you know, kind of mentioning like you were maybe playing too much or, or it was kind of causing some other issues. What would your wife say about gaming now? I love how you say my wife is a source of inspiration. <laughs> that's such a delicate way to say that. That, that's, that earns brownie points for our wives. Uh, but I think I think if I said that to her, honey, you're such an inspiration to me not wanting to play video games. She's like, you're such a jerk. What do you mean? Yeah. You, you say you saying something. Anyways, uh, yeah, I think yeah, at that my, point my I wouldn't would have say, said you're... <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> yeah. I said, you're such an inspiration. She'd say, what did you do? <laughs> I, uh, I I don't I don't think I could be that asinine with her and sarcastic and, and and say that you're such an inspiration. I just want to take the trash out now. You know, there's no <laughs> conversation like that happening with our our spouse. This is such a this is such a anyways typical male thing that I'm saying right here uh, stereotypical. So how does she feel about it now? I don't know. Uh, way better because I'm not spending time without her, and we're connecting. And <clears throat> what she would say now is, my husband did this. He committed to it. And he worked on it, and he grew, and we wouldn't be where we are today without doing this addiction recovery courses and modules. And our lives are better. We, our income's better. Our our health and wellness is better. Just the ability to find uh, 
opportunity through not being stuck and, and pushing through this, this deep mud of addiction and it affecting everything. So that, that's where she's, she has said to me many times, like, thank you. And I appreciate this because I, I'm me. She can't do it for me. And we, we, there's plenty stereotypical, you know, TikToks out there about partners and people playing video games too much. And, you know, we live it. We, we unfortunately live it. And it, it's, um, it, it's something that's helped us grow closer. And she will definitely say, like, this is this ability to step away and find a healthy balance and, you know, find a voice for yourself. You know, saying these things to me is really important because... I, I'm, I'm changed and she sees it and I get to talk to my friends about it and all my friends that I used to rally around Call of Duty, I rally around going to play basketball and other ways to use my my tools and my, my gifts. And I say, hey, you should check out this Game Quitters and take this course. And they have, and um, you know, they're, they're on their own path, their own journey. Well, that's, that's so awesome to hear. As we wrap up, can you tell people a little bit about the work that you do and where they can go and learn more information? Yeah, so I, I get to be a part of a couple different things. My 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 main role over the past few years has been the executive director of the Varsity Esports Foundation, and we're a nonprofit charity that supports the ecosystem and the pipeline for students in the scholastic space, for gaming, esports clubs, and schools, especially those in lower income areas, disenfranchised families. Uh, Title One schools is a, a term we refer to schools that uh, need extra funding to support because there's not enough in those communities. And we f- mainly focus on that, providing scholarships and grants, and then help students support in that pipeline with college and career readiness through STEM, uh, STEM accredited curriculum that gives them the ability to go to college, uh, be in careers around the video game industry that's graphic design or computer science or uh, engineering or being a journalist or a broadcaster. And that's the, the fun part of my life, and that's grown um, what I do and why I do it and why I run a nonprofit. My passion uh, is the past in the past few years, but I also run my own small business that I have clientele from sports and um, education and uh, technology that I do work for and make content for, and I just get out there and try to talk about video games and talk about the benefits of video games as well as interviewing people and saying... Hey, tell me about yourself. I just appreciate you coming on to share your story and, and for being open to this conversation overall. Uh, I'm really happy that, that it had the benefits for you. It did. And, and I hope that for people who are watching, that this inspires you to maybe consider taking a break from games or, or take an opportunity to rebalance it to a point where it's providing those benefits for you in your life, but it's not causing the other issues. Because that's really what this is all about. It's about bringing it back into control where you get the benefits, but you don't get the challenges. And everyone's gonna be a little bit different in how they do that, in how they accomplish it, and what that ultimately means for them. But just like Bubba's story today, uh, whatever your background, there's an opportunity to find better control over your games. And so that's what I hope for you, and that's what Game Quitters is ultimately all about. And if you wanna get started with Game Quitters, go to gamequitters.com apply and you can book a call with me and I'd love to help you get started with one of our programs today. Until next time.